0: welcome to ball court tonight here on ball court we have lebron deciding to trademark taco tuesday Bronny's debuting in china and the ace is kelsey plump being kelsey plump stick around right here on ball court with coach drew Welcome back to Ball Court. I am Cole Drew. This is the world of basketball. So with it being the world of basketball, I want to go ahead and jump into some of today's topics. Before I get started, we're going to have a little bit of a different format. After my second story, I'm going to take a quick little break because I have a special guest. Shh, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's from one of my sister shows. Take a look at it. Trust me, it's going to be banging. So, Let me go ahead and get started in with our first topic of the day. Yes, it is the World Cup time. And that is the time of the year where all of our basketball countries come together and they play that good game of round ball. Yes, actually, this is the definition of ball court right here with the World Cup. Everybody's coming to the meeting grounds to play a great game and they're going to do something fabulous. Let me tell you, here goes the roundup from day two. German, I mean Greece Took on Montenegro And it was phenomenal Let me tell you The Greek freak showed out In a freakishly manner In 16 minutes he was able to put up 10 points, get 8 rebounds And 2 steals Some big things from the Greek freak That's how an MVP is supposed to perform On that stage Now, I'm going to tell you France and Germany, that was a close game And if anybody wants to know what Orlando Magic's Evan Fournier is doing this summer. Well, let me let you know, he's getting buckets. I'm going to tell you, 26 points, 10 rebounds. Orlando, you got something big coming up this year. Evan Fournier is not playing around. He is about his business. And I'm telling you, he's doing it in such a big way. And it was a close game over Germany. He was able to skate by, just by four points. 78-74, going to France. All right, so I also want to go ahead and talk about how the USA took on the Czech Republic. Yes, it was a great game. They were able to go ahead and beat them handily, 88-67. to Spider Mitchell, yes, Donovan Mitchell from Utah Jazz, he showed out once again. Putting up 16 points, he looked good in their first regular matchup debut. Uh, we're going to talk about other things that took place over the week. But in their first regular matchup debut, he looked good. Now, Turkey took on Japan, beating them 86-67. to It was a great—that was a great one. It, it, see, the crowd's going crazy. Yes, give it up for Turkey. All right? And that was also another NBA player showed out in that, Ilya Sova. He dropped in 19 points with 10 rebounds. These are some big numbers that they're putting up. The NBA really showed out in that day two of the World Cup. But let's not forget the Brazilian bullet. Yes, that same one from yesteryear, from when I was a kid, when I was sitting down watching TNT and watching ESPN and watching basketball in its finest. Yes, Phoenix Suns fans, tell me if this name rings a bell. Leandro Barbosa. Yes, he showed out for Brazil once again. He's still playing. He's actually still playing and he is balling. He dropped 28 points with three assists. The reason why he had three assists was he had 28 points. Who's he gonna pass for himself? He, he tried uh, you know, but he did his thing. He blew it up out there. That was phenomenal. Brazil took out New Zealand 102 to 94. Handily beating them, I must say, that was that was such a win. Made me feel proud about it. Now, also in those eight games, Lithuania, of course, they have Tunis. Uh, and they were able to absolutely murder uh, Senegal. Because Senegal has uh, this year, they didn't have a team that they used to have in the past. So it was one on one to forty-seven. Yeah, it was uh, a, a, a handily beaten. Also, just to wrap it up, Dominican Republic was able to pull it out over Jordan with seventy. I mean, 80-74. to Jordan took a loss on that one. Even though, you know, Dominican Republic didn't have any NBA players, still there was a lot of showing out that took place during that. On the behalf of the NBA players, they came out there on that world stage, representing their countries, and they did some big things. Congrats, every single one of you. Great job. All right. Now we're going to go on to a little solemn story. This story here is... This is kind of a weird story in a way because it's it's kind of hard to approach it. At first, when I started writing this story and we started coming across this story, it was something of happiness that we were going to speak about. DeMarcus Cousins, after suffering an injury that's going to pretty much take him out for the rest of the season with the Lakers, he was able to find happiness within that and he was going to be looking to get married last weekend. Now, here goes the part where it takes a tragic turn. During that time, of course, with everybody having a wedding, you're going to want your loved ones near and dear and present at that wedding. And so I can understand where he has come from by requesting his son to be there. That allegedly, it was stated that once he requested his son to be there, he had made threats saying that he would put a bullet in the head of his, uh, the mother of his child. This is rather unfortunate. TMZ has a recording stating that this has taken place. There has also been a warrant issued for his arrest. It's a very sad and unfortunate event that took place in over just one span of the weekend. As a matter of fact, the span of two weeks, there was a series of unfortunate events that was taking place for DeMarcus Cousins. Now, until we get more facts upon the case... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to reserve any judgment or any criticism about what is taking place on behalf of our network, as well as on behalf of uh, DeMarcus Cousins himself. I don't feel that it is right for me to comment on it. I just want to give you the facts of the story. You can work through it yourself. All right. And now on that note, I know it's kind of a solemn note that we have right there. I do want to go ahead and take a brief little break. Shake that off, and I'm gonna come back with one of our guests. Yep, Azaria Manning. She's gonna be here from Fusion Sports. Take a break with me. I'll be right back, right here on Ball Court. I am Coach Drew. Welcome back to Ball Court, and I am Cole Drew. This is the world of basketball, and this pretty young lady sitting to the right of me is Azaria Manin, yes, the host of Fusion Sports. Yes. Welcome, welcome. thank you. I'm so excited
1: to be on today.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, a lot of my listeners, as well as my viewers, mm-hmm. are not familiar with Fusion Sports. Okay. Now, I know that it, it is a sister show on mm-hmm. our CW CWN Sports Network. Yes. CWN Sports, shout out. Anyway, it's a sister show on the network. Mm-hmm. Tell them more about it.
1: Okay, so Fusion Sports is a new um, show that is the intermix of female sports. So we take a really deep perspective on all the amazing female athletes that are killing the game, but it also um, interacts with um, things that are going on with the male athletics as well, like in professional male athletics. So we're going to go into lifestyle, um, contracts, fashion, pop culture, everything, the hottest topics. We're really just getting getting down to what is going on outside of the courts and the arenas of
0: sports. Excellent. Yes. Wow. I'm super excited to see this. I have females in my household that are in sports. Yes. And I know that they're going to be big listening to this. Yes. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be tuning in. Yes. Hey, viewers, I want y'all to tune in too. But, Zaria, I did not invite you here just to talk about fusion sports. Okay. You know that, right?
1: <laughs> I knew that, of course. I
0: I know you have your sports background, so yes. I definitely wanted to talk to you. I want to talk sports with you. Of
1: course. Every I'm ready. now and
0: again, I like to have people come on. We talk sports. We make jokes. We have fun. This is that time.
1: I'm ready. Let's get into All it. All right. Yes. So,
0: our next topic that we're going to go ahead and talk about is LeBron. Yes, he's doing some LeBron-like things lately. And one of those LeBron-like things that he's doing is he's going to trademark Taco Tuesday. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just think of the Instagram post and the craziness that comes with it every
0: time I hear it now. So I I, I love the song.
1: Right? It's, like, no. I, it's not jamming. Right.
0: It's not jamming. It comes on. As a matter of fact, it's gotten to the point where Taco Tuesday has now infected my household. Oh, we wow. do Taco Tuesday. Taco is that Tuesday? like set every
1: now? Yeah, it Tuesday is now ta- it's
0: right. it, it's a thing. It's right. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> that's that's what it does. Right. But what he plans to do is trademark this, so he's gonna still do the Instagram posts mm-hmm. and uh, social media posts, but the next thing that he's gonna do is actually start a podcast. Okay. What do you think about that? Ta- a podcast mm. Taco Tuesday.
1: I mean, it's catchy. It's fun. I mean, I don't know if that's just, like, in, like, a, a black household culture. But every, I, Taco Tuesday is, like, something I've always heard. Like, oh, Taco Tuesday, we're going to be cooking this. I don't know that, if that's something.
0: Actually, it's gone, it's, it transcends every culture. Right. It's kind of like a main thing now. On yeah. Tuesdays, every taco shop has a Taco Tuesday. Right. Except for Roberto's.
1: <laughs> right. Roberto's
0: has Taco <laughs> yeah. Wednesday. Right. Get it together. Anyway, <laughs> neither here
1: nor there. No, yeah, I just knew growing up in my household, like, we would always, like, have tacos on Tuesday. So, like, I'm just excited to see, like, what he comes up because it's ah. really, it's, it's random.
0: And so but, far, everything he's touched has been gold. Right. The shop is actually amazing. I watched that and I
1: love it's, it. like,
0: to get the insight of yes. what goes on behind mm-hmm. the scenes in the player's mind mm-hmm. because to take a look into that locker room sometimes mm-hmm. and just to peek in, to find out exactly how they're feeling in a mm-hmm. situation, right. I find that to be important. And, and the shop gives you that.
1: right? It definitely. definitely
0: gives you that. And also, with more than an athlete, it got you to a better understanding of the relationship he has with his, his uh, four friends that he has since he was young. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And watching more than an athlete, when the whole Rich Paul rule came out, uh, it gives you a better understanding of why is really affected his friend. Yeah. So he's always had his pulse on the his hand on the pulse of community the community as well as uh, doing some big things. So I think this Taco Tuesday thing is going to be another big one.
1: Yeah, of course, anything LeBron does it's it's any any type anywhere any way a fan's LeBron the best player in the world in my opinion can um have more insight on um, on his fans and have more of an influence, it always mm. is going to do something good because he does have an influence. Um, even if you're not a LeBron fan, I know so many players who still respect him and what he has come through, what he has done. Um, so I'm excited to see what he brings out of it.
0: I would. I'm definitely think I, – I don't know where it could go.
1: Right. But
0: you have to think about it. Yeah. LeBron himself is not just an icon now. He's not the only icon in that house doing Taco Tuesday. Bronny James is in right. there, right?
1: Okay, yeah. And
0: he's slowly coming up with him you being think you'd here be in Maybe LA. more
1: of a lifestyle thing. Maybe within his family, is that maybe because I, you don't get much of his family life? Do you think maybe? I think Taco he does Tuesday? that purposely. Yeah, but uh, I'm thinking. I, do I think you think purpose. it'll maybe like? Show maybe a different uh, side of their family with Savannah, Zuri.
0: Maybe. Like, you know what I
1: mean? Maybe. maybe.
0: And I think that if that's the aspect that he goes for the Taco Tuesday to bring that family style into it, right. I think that could definitely be very big.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Podcast I would listen to.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, how about this, bro? We go podcast for podcast. You drop that one, I'll listen. You listen to mine, become a subscriber.
1: Right.
0: And everybody else who subscribes and likes LeBron James, you could go ahead and subscribe to my podcast as well. Yes. As well as Fusion Sports.
1: Thank you. I was right here. There we go. Right. I got you. Right. All
0: right, we're gonna go into our next topic, and this is a debate that is near and dear to my heart. You know, yes, I am speaking of the God Himself, Carmelo Anthony a.k.a. Hoodie mellow. a.k.a. Olympic mellow. a.k.a. the baddest thing from the corner. I'm talking three to the dome, (laughs) Carmelo Anthony.
1: Let's go ahead and
0: speak to about mellow. Now, there's possibilities. There's talks going around that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving has Mm -hmm. been doing their LeBron impression. And trying to recruit players. Okay. Yeah, they're playing GM now. Okay. And they're trying to recruit players, right. such as Carmelo Anthony, okay. to the New York Nets. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> they're still the New Jersey Nets to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it'd be great for Carmelo, because he doesn't have to leave New York. I know mm-hmm. he loves New York. Yeah. I, I think he's pretty much now one of the black ops, you know... <laughs> He's like a signature player down mm-hmm. at that Lifetime Fitness in New York. Um, I think that would be a good that that part I think would be a good portion. But let me hear what you think about.
1: It. I personally would love to see that. I mean, it would be a big three. I just feel like their their energies would work together. Their their sportsmanship would work together. The way Kyrie is, and I feel like Melo now has this um, veteran just um, influence. If that makes sense. I feel like they could learn a lot just with having a team to mm-hmm. come together. I feel like he would be the glue that has, you know, the, um, the athleticism, of course, with Kyrie and the urgency, as well as with like KD and just his professionalism. But I just feel like he would bring the glue to kind of create that real team that could get a championship.
0: I don't disagree with that. Right. I definitely feel that he could bring that. But the issue that has been holding him back from getting signed to the team is that is he going to be the guy? say, hey, I'll come off the bench. Is he going to be the guy that sits behind and help develop those younger players? Because remember, Brooklyn has a very young core. Yes. Very young core. Yeah. Outside of Kyrie young. and and KD, you got some very young players yes, over there. for sure. So is he going to be the guy that's going to say, hey, I'm going to beat them down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to earn my spot back into the starting rotation. Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be the guy that's going to sit back and be like David Robinson was to Tim Duncan? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I'm, this is your team now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you what it takes to be a professional mm-hmm. in this team. Watching the videos of him and Julius Randle, it looks like he's willing to teach. Yeah. It looks like he's. Look, I see the videos with his son. He's teaching his son. Right. I see him with Julius Randle. He's teaching Julius Randle. I think he's ready. I think now, mm-hmm. with everything that has happened over this summer, where he can see that his stock has diminished greatly, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that he's ready to be that player. Mm hmm. But I got to see something first. You what do you know? want to see?
1: What is it that
0: you? Honestly, what would have been great was if he got to play with the FIBA team and okay. not be Olympic mellow, but be another coach on the team. Now I, I, I can clearly understand what Coangelo, you know, uh, was talking about where he wants to move a different direction. But I think that would have been a great, uh, that that have been a great start. Now, honestly. With uh, the Nets Go ahead What do you got to lose? Right Sign him Give him Give, give him the veteran minimum
1: mm-hmm.
0: You have nothing to lose not I enough. wouldn't
1: say the minimum but I feel like that I feel like I feel like we're starting to overlook No, no, no No, no I'm not like, saying Not them. no, just in general I just feel like The uh, NBA When it comes to why he's still A free agent I feel like We're starting to not Continue to see what he can bring To a team He's a veteran. I don't care. if the let's, let's get the champ. He doesn't have any rings. Let's just take that off. But what he can bring is a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. He's humble. Mm-hmm. He's patient. He's willing to. I feel like he's willing to take that role on as a, a coach and still maybe possibly get his ring. I feel like his perspective has completely changed now, what he wants out of but his career now.
0: Now, do you think it's changed because of the season that he's had? Or do you think it's changed because of the off season?
1: That's a good question. Um, hmm. I feel like I honestly I feel like both I feel like both are a reason as to how he's so different. A lot he's just I feel like he's went through a lot of really good humbling stage in his life, off the court per, in his personal life as well on the court. So I feel like now he's really like okay let me sh- let me bring let me bring to the table what I know I can do to help a team. You know what yes. I mean. Yeah. And I
0: definitely feel that Carmelo Anthony can help the Brooklyn Nets. Yes,
1: for it's, sure.
0: Hands down, just a, just the signing of the two big stars they have right now, right. they're the top thing in, in uh, New York. Right. And if there was any Knicks fans that were left that did not jump on the Brooklyn Nets bandwagon, <laughs> by them signing Carmelo Anthony, you have recruited every other Knicks fan right. that's been waiting, including myself. I will be on that bandwagon so quickly right. to have to cheer on the God himself.
1: That's a spark. I mean that that's like the not gonna say the Holy Trinity, but that's huge. I mean we the Nets haven't had that and I feel like that is needed. Thank you. Right.
0: Thank you. Last time the Nets had a great squad, Jason Kidd was actually playing. <laughs> he was playing for them.
1: Right. Yeah. Now he's coaching. He exactly He don't even play
0: no more. Unlike Vince Carter, He's still playing. Fill in the league. Is he? Did he get signed yet?
1: That's a good question. I've not had reports on that yet. I believe he's still not signed.
0: Somebody got to do it. You got Even Jeremy Lin's over in China getting signed.
1: Somebody <laughs> got to
0: do it. Come right. on. Pull the trigger.
1: Literally.
0: Yes, I agree. <laughs> can you <laughs> hang around with me for a moment? I will, yes. Hey, Let's talk. We're, having, we're doing a fabulous job. Hang around with me for a moment. This is right here. This is ball court. World of Basketball, I'm Coach Drew. This is Azaria Manning from Fusion Sports. She's gonna hang with me. Stick around. Welcome back to Ball Court. I am Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. And still sitting with me is Azaria Manning from Fusion Sports. How you doing? Good. Still
1: doing good. How
0: you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. (laughs) Anybody just tuning in, she's going to be on our new show coming up on the CWN Sports Network, Fusion Sports. Check it out. It's going to be a 100% one hundred percent women based show. Yes. Mainly, mainly.
1: Mainly. Right? It's fusion, so it's an intermix of everything, but it's female dominated for sure.
0: Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Oh well we're gonna definitely tune in for that. But let's go back to the let's get back to basketball and we're gonna to be talking about Eric Gordon. Yes, Eric Gordon inked a four year deal, an extension, with the Rockets. And it's kind of an interesting four year deal. Yes, it is worth four years. million dollars that is if he makes the all-star or they win a championship so if the Rockets do not win a championship and they and Eric Gordon does not make the all-star team it will be a new deal which is going to be three years he's going to have um pretty much they have the player option on the fourth year so it drops it down to a three-year deal where $54.5 million Mm -hmm. that is absolutely crazy Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: so he's now dependent on Brody and the beard to guarantee that he gets paid $21 million so if it does not work out if Brody and the beard does not work out over these next three years Eric Gordon suffers Mm -hmm. not Russell Westbrook Not James Harden,
1: of course, not no
0: Eric Gordon suffers, and I must say, his Instagram is going to be absolutely popping, yes, this season, yeah. Because if he's anybody, if he's going to be like me, he would take a page right out of Chris Bosch's book. (laughs) I would be on that Instagram begging for all star votes. I'll be like, hey, I'll be be like, hey man, I'll watch y'all keys, (laughs) I'll come to y'all house, I'll wash your car, anything you need, vote for me. That's $21 million. Mm -hmm. Man. I would be absolutely crying on All-Star Weekend (laughs) if I made it. I'd be like, oh, God, I got to thank everybody who helped me get here. Oh, man, it would be beautiful. It would be absolutely beautiful. What do you think about it?
1: So I think that is very strategic on Houston's part um, when it Mm -hmm. comes to the organization. And then I feel like this is not only a test for Eric Gordon, but it's also a test for Westbrook along with Harden. And it's to see... How can they mesh and have sportsmanship? Because it's not just about them anymore. It's like you have a teammate that
0: is it, it literally is make depending a break. on you to exactly. put food on the table. Right?
1: Exactly.
0: That is interesting. That, Do you know
1: what I'm saying? That like,
0: is a very smart. Uh, that's a very smart way of going about it. Right. But I also think it could be also shady. This is one of those things that fall into that line of shady or genius. Okay. Is it a genius move to go ahead and put everything on it on your teammates to go ahead and uh, make sure that you make bank, mm-hmm. or is it just shady by the organization to turn around and say, hey, you know what, we wanted to pay you, but they didn't want to pass you the ball? Yeah, yeah, that. Could, but then that
1: again, ha- but we have to remember <laughs> that. This is Westbrook is new to this as well. Houston doesn't really know how he rolls, of course, of how he plays. But yeah, Houston doesn't know how Westbrook is yet. I would assume because mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I think that was the dynamic to really get sportsmanship and get a team effort. That, in my opinion.
0: But you got to think about it. You got two of the big, best triple double players right? right now. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna have a problem passing the ball.
1: Okay. Right.
0: I just think that Eric Gordon is a defender. Okay. He's not known as your primary scorer. He's not going to be a primary scorer. He's probably going to be a third or fourth option mm-hmm. on there behind Capella. So when you really, when you really look at it, um, they're, they're pretty much saying he has to become the defender mm-hmm. that he's known to be
1: mm-hmm.
0: for them Because you don't make it to an All Star game as a defender no. unless you're one of the elite defenders. Right. You know. And if you don't make it to the All-Star game, that means you got to use that defense to allow that team to win a championship. Mm-hmm. So that's, yes, a very smart move on Rockets' part to see if everybody going to step up and play team basketball. Right. But it's also kind of a shady move on the Rockets' part because they're saying that pretty much it's either championship or no money. Mm-hmm. You know? so. That's one of the things that, you know, I must say on a whole was either Shady or Genius. You know, see, that was like a secret Shady or Genius that I I slid in there. That was nice. I like that. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: I think it keeps them on on their toes, especially Gordon. So, you know, you're going to go in, go all all out. I mean, you want that $21 right? Yeah. You're (laughs) going to be the best player you can be, right?
0: Yes, you can. Speaking of the best player you can be. I have to move on because I want to talk about the Las Vegas Aces, Kelsey Plum. Hmm. Yes, the Aces rallied back to beat out the Sparks in a victory, you know, 92. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 96-88 that they beat them back. They came back, and Kelsey Plum showed up and behaved like Kelsey Plum of old. Do you remember Kelsey Plum in college?
1: A little bit. Yeah, oh. she she had her yeah, I rem- oh. I remember some I remember some games. I yeah.
0: remember her watching I remember watching her play and then every night on ESPN somebody on social media, <laughs> some NBA player on social media would be like, Did you see her? Right. Did you see what she did over there in Washington? Guess what? She gave everybody a reminder. In that fourth quarter against the Sparks, out of her 20 points, she scored 17 points. She Mm -hmm. was absolutely amazing. Not only did she score 17 points, but she was moving the ball flawlessly. Asia Wilson was able to jump in on that party, too, along with Liz Cambay, and they were able to rally past the Sparks. Now, I must say. With the playoffs coming up, mm-hmm. they're sitting in the middle of the pack right now. We got Washington Mystics sitting at top. Mm-hmm. They're sitting in the middle of the pack. The Aces. What do you think? What do you? What are we looking at here?
1: <sighs> when it comes to, I don't know, right now with how the how the season has been going, just mm. within the WNBA, I don't want to speak too soon. I just want to see those ladies go out there and play their game. Every every, every last one of them on that um, team, on each team, can kill it. So yes. I just feel like it's whoever wants it the best, whoever wants it the most, whoever's strategic, whoever's smart, whoever's just playing the game flawlessly, like you said, how Kelsey was.
0: I must say that is the case. I know anybody can take it. But guess what? I'm going to go ahead and put my hat in the ring, and I'm going to say who I think out of those eight teams is going to win it all.
1: That's, that's a that's – okay, go
0: yeah. ahead. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm bold. I'm bold. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it right here first. Y'all hearing it here first. See, I know all of our listeners, everybody here, they know that I'm in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They, hear, they hear my words. They know how I've been talking about Liz Cambage all season. Mm-hmm. They hear how I've been talking about Suge all season. And they mm-hmm. think that I'm going to pick the Aces. But you're wrong. I'm not looking to pick the Aces. Actually, the people that I think is going to take the whole thing is going to be the Washington Mystics. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and tell you why. Elena Deladon. Phenomenal season. She's playing one of the greatest defensive seasons that she's had in a long time. And I'm telling you, in a long time, meaning going back to when she was at the University of Delaware. She's playing one of the phenomenal seasons in Ariel Powers. My God. That girl right there putting the ball on the floor. She's shooting the ball. She's passing the ball at such a high level. How could you tell me that they do not have a chance? I'm not saying. Listen, I'm, I'm not saying. The Sparks is a piece of a team by itself. Mm-hmm. Right. You have the original C P three. You have, um you you, you have sure the um I name. The Umake sisters. Okay. They are literally dominating the bigs as we speak. And then you have Las Vegas doing what Las Vegas does. It's not gonna be an easy road, but I think the Mystics have what it takes as far as their bench and everything to pull it through.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I agree with you. I agree. I'm. I definitely agree. Like I said, I still stand where I don't want to speak too soon. All of these ladies can bring it. It's all about just us watching and then playing their game because all three of them, all three teams can can bring it. But you're right. I mean, Washington. Not only do they have them, t- those two ladies that are killing it, but. They've got the fans behind them. Their support is kind of is on a different level right now.
0: Yes, yes. It
1: is, yeah. And
0: with Mercury just getting into clinching that last spot and taking the final spot in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's going to be a great playoffs. Brittany Griner, yeah. is, is, she's pretty much yeah. coming back from that suspension, mm-hmm. and she's upset. She's playing like she's upset. She's dropped 21 points, eight rebounds mm-hmm. in that win. Not to mention... You have uh, DeWanna Bonner, who was actually holding it down for Brittany Griner when she was gone. She still came along and dropped eight, grabbed eight rebounds, even though she only had nine points. Between both of them, you're talking about 30 points, 16 rebounds. Mm-hmm. That is pretty tough to stop when that's working through your middle. Right. So I'm not saying by no means Washington is going to walk walk into the championship. They can't. I'm not saying they got to go out right now and start sizing their fingers for the ring. But I think they do have the best possibility of getting there, you know? You know who else squeezed their way in? No. For the ninth straight year in a row? Mm. Minnesota Lynx. Yes. The Minnesota Lynx. That's a team that everybody has gotten tired of seeing in the WNBA playoffs. They are like the Golden State Warriors of the WNBA playoffs. Most people... When the WNBA playoffs start, they expect to see the Minnesota Lynx. And guess what? They will. Sylvia Fowles has done it once again, proving that she could grab anything that comes off of the board. I tell you, this girl has now moved up, moved up to number three on the list, passing one of my favorite centers of all time, Lisa (laughs) Leslie. Man, and she's catching up to Tamika Katchins. She's catching up to Tamika Catchings. Hands down, I definitely feel by the end of next season, she's sitting number two on the list in front of Tamika Catchings. Okay. Sylvia Fowles grab rebounds. She is a beast. She is probably one of the better rebounders overall as a player that you will ever see. And I'm not talking just in women's basketball, I'm talking overall in men's basketball and women's basketball. It's phenomenal to watch her play and to watch the style that she attacks the board at. As a matter of fact, she's very textbook in her demeanors. And so I think that, once again, they're going to be another one putting up a fight down there. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it. You have record breakers playing. You have stars like CP3 playing. This is going to be something big. When we take a look at those eight teams, the Mystics, the Suns, the Sparks, the Aces, uh, we take the Chicago Sky. Mm -hmm. We didn't didn't even touch base on the Chicago Sky, how well they've been doing. You know, we, we haven't even touched base on um, Seattle Storm. Mm-hmm. You know, think about this. Seattle Storm, this is, what they've been doing has been without Stewie. What about once do we get back? This is, uh, this is a completely different team we're looking at here. This is, this is these are some powerful things that we have going. So, all together, I must say that the WNBA right now is on fire. If you're not watching the playoffs, if you're not Starting the playoffs or waiting for the playoffs? What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I, I'm sorry, I got a little excited. No, you I. Can tell no, how I get right.
1: I love it. Yeah. I, I feel like the WNBA is getting its its getting, its getting its groove back. It's it's coming. They're coming. They're they're killing it. I feel like the mm. WNBA has been more exciting than the NBA. And I get, this season for sure. They,
0: I I I definitely can't wait. Yeah, but. I want y'all to hang around with me. We're going to stick right here on Ball Court. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about some basketball all over the world. Yes, down under. Stick around right here on Ball Court. Welcome back to Ball Court. I'm your host, Coach Drew. This is the world of basketball. And sitting here, sitting in with me is Azaria Manning from Fusion Sports. Thank you for hanging in with me. And this is like our fourth segment already. I already. feel like I feel a bond here. It's going to be awesome. We're going to keep awesome. it going. Yes, let's yes. keep it going. <laughs> so, I have this is my one of my favorite segments. It's called Why You Ball. This is where we take a look at some of the young ballers coming up, some of the high school ballers, middle school ballers. Some of the balls that you have not heard about and some that you've had. So, one of the key people that we're going to talk about is actually from a rival school of yours. Okay. Yes, from Sierra (laughs) Canyon. Yes. Actually, Harold Yu was able to debut with the Sierra Canyon Trailblazers over in China. Along with his teammates, Zaire Wade and Bronny James, they went out there and showed out. Now... Harold Yu is an exchange student from China. Mm-hmm. Seven foot three, mm-hmm. possibly the next Yao Mei. You know, I'm talking beautiful handles for this for seven foot three. He went over there to play there the number one high school in China, which he was actually attending prior to him going. Okay. So isn't that kind of cool? Yeah, know? that's cool. They've been working on this for a few months now. So Sierra Canyon went over there. Their Trailblazers did their thing. Bronny James had he had only. He didn't have he didn't show out. He only had nine points in the debut.
1: Okay. Uh
0: Zaire Wade has six points, but it wasn't his show. It okay. was Harold Yu's show and Harold Yu did what Harold Yu does. He dominated. He's a seven foot three dominant high schooler. He showed out. How do you feel about that? Will it being your that that your rival school.
1: Okay. You know, well how- first by them going to China is very Sierra Canyon, no shade. But um, I mean like <laughs> what high schoolers okay might not i guess part of the new the new, I know, I the remember, new world i remember
0: <laughs> when uh the fab five went over to uh italy and it was kind of like oh
1: yeah. my god right yes. yeah they taken
0: over there and sierra Canyon. at high school at that
1: yeah Went to china yeah so for that for them first off going to china being still in high school that probably wasn't just maybe why um you know, uh, Brownie, they didn't probably perform the way they, you know, because they're still young. I mean, of course, they're still balling, but that's still a a, a commute to yes. be going to China to be so young. So, I mean, it should have been um, what's his, what's his, what's his name from China? Oh,
0: uh, uh, Harold Yu? Yes,
1: Harold U. It should have been a show. Why yes. not? He's going yes. back to not only his old school but to his home country. So, of course, he should have showed out. So,
0: and it, I think it was a great experience for the entire team. Oh. One day maybe every high school could experience something like that to go right overseas and play against a top team.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great um that's a great starting point for them if they if being a professional athlete, if that's what they're someone that they're aspiring mm-hmm. to be or even being going to college, you need to learn how to travel. Travel. Yeah. And play in different time zones, arenas, places. Get that get accustomed to that because it's real.
0: Now, if you're a top recruit, and okay. like coming out of uh, middle school, and you just heard that they went over to the Sierra, the Sierra Canyon went over to China mm-hmm. to go play, did you just sign your letter of intent to Sierra Canyon immediately?
1: <laughs> right. Right when that plane right. touched down
0: in China, I was right. like, mm.
1: Yeah,
0: Sierra Thank Canyon you. it is.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And that's how they keep on getting everybody. It's just
1: up in the ante. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's getting them.
0: No uh, matter where they can get them, they're going to get them. But the next, the next uh, athlete I want to go ahead and highlight for the YU ball is Issa Silva. Issa vibe, I tell oh, you. Isa yes. vibe, Issa vibe. <laughs> this kid is saucy out of your nature. Now, mind you, the reason why I'm highlighting him is because he's one of those players that you do not believe looks the part. He's okay. the type of player that you will pull up on the basketball court with and bet your house that you could beat him, and you can't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is. I, he, I, let me give you let me give you his numbers. He's six, six No no no. I'm sorry. He's six four. Right. He's a junior out of Jesuit High School. Six four. He can put the ball on the floor. He's very shifty. Mm-hmm. But mind you, he looks like a nerdy version of Harry Potter. <laughs> Matter of fact. If you if if you remember Drake and Josh, oh my
1: goodness, yeah,
0: doesn't he? Doesn't
1: he? Yeah, that that whole
0: that whole vibe. Yes, he's literally. Josh. Yeah. Now imagine this: going to the basketball court, say, uh, yeah, I got fifty down on it. I'm going I'm a, I'm a run anybody here." And Josh walks out and crosses <laughs> you up, make you fall, and then flick the wrist and lay it up. That's how it is to play against Issa Silva. Every day.
1: Hmm.
0: Balling. If y'all don't know who he is, go check him out. He played against in the Bay vs. LA in the Ballers Life tournament. He lit it up. He's a junior coming out for the class of 2021, Jesuit High School. Issa, we, we looking at you. We're watching you. But now we're going to go to our next segment. It's called Let's Kick It. Let's kick it. Come on, yes. y'all. Let's <laughs> kick it. All right. So, for the first sneaker that we have up for the Let's Kick It is going to be an off-the-court wear. You can wear it on the court, but it's for more of that off-the-court style. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is Nike and Gore-Tex. They came together to do a collabo for the Air Force One's Gore-Tex.
1: Okay.
0: They look banging. Mm-hmm. First off, if any of you are into like Virginia Tech colors or anything like that, Guaranteed that is something that you're gonna to wanna to rock it with. The colors for it with that burnt that kinda of like that burnt orange brownish color. Kind
1: of like that salmon, yeah. salmon color. It's, yeah. It's
0: kinda of, I I like it. It's yeah. kind of smooth. It yeah. has that vibe to it. I can see rocking it with an Odell Beckham jersey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. you know, right. I, right. um, I, I definitely that, that's a definitely off the court where where it's gonna be banging, yeah. you know. I, I, I'm I liking that. But Pumas is throwing their hat in the ring. You know, I, I know you've, you've done a story about how Pumas has been collabing with a lot of people, yes. collaborating and doing their thing. Yes. They're in basketball. They're doing, ooh. Have you seen the Pumas uproar? Yes. They're oh. sick. They're sick. Absolutely amazing. I feel like I'm
1: more, I love the bottom, like the sole of the shoe. The sole of the shoe is what got me, to be honest.
0: What got me was their white and gold colorway. Okay. The white and gold colorway, I was like, oh, it yeah. felt, it felt <laughs> like something that an angel would wear.
1: Right. You
0: know, like if gonna hoop you up, if St. Peter's is coming down to hoop you up right now, I think he'd wear those col- <laughs> the, the, the yeah. white and gold colorways. The those, white and gold ones. Those are, those are hard. No, yeah, I like <laughs> but, uh, that. It, just in case anybody missed it, you know, August 24th had just recently passed. If you do not celebrate Mama Day, I'm asking you why are you even listening to my show. Anyway, but you have to celebrate Mamba Day. It is a big thing. Yes, 824, that is the day of Kobe Bryant. And the reason why I bring this up is because that was the day that the Nike Zoom Kobe 5 Pro Throw was released. And they are hot. Yes, they actually come in five different colors. But the colorway that I like the best is, of course, the Lakers gold and purple.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, See, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put up the link directly on our ball, uh, ball, court, uh, ball court world, as well as at DrewCoach43. You're going to see both of those. Man, I'm going to put that link up. You got to see this. It is absolute flame. And speaking of flame, Volume 4 for the Adidas Harden has been
1: released. Yes.
0: Yes. And the colorway that I'm loving the most is that cotton candy and blue colorway. Tell me, what'd you think about that?
1: I like them. Adidas is always is vibrant, so and James Harden is vibrant, his style. He never he's never afraid to go for it when it comes to colors or anything like that. Textiles, fabrication, so they're dope. They're Avid. just a part of the collection, I guess you could say. Now,
0: my thing is I want what I'm looking forward to, because I'm a sneakerhead, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things about the NBA season that I'm really looking forward to. Okay. But the reason I want to watch the Rockets games...
1: Is because
0: of the... Not just because of okay. James Harden, Sh- but you got Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Just that entrance, and I know you're a fashion, I know you're going to be talking about. it and you're probably going to be touching a lot of base on this on your show, but during that lifestyle section, please... Keep an eye out for that fashion walking into those locker rooms. The walk-ins
1: rooms. will be. I feel Woo! like it's going to be a competition.
0: Yeah, I Who's think so.
1: Who's going
0: to be the swaggiest I, each each game? I think <laughs> I think that's the competition that's going right. on in the locker room because you got James Harden is fashion forward. Yes. And then Russell Westbrook beats him out. He's like he's yes. the mm-hmm. he's the leader of fashion forward. Who wears a photography vest to a game? Come on, right? man. <laughs>
1: anyway, Come on. I'm for it, though. We got I love to see it. I love to see um, athletes step out of just the basic suits and just have fun with it. Have fun with fashion. You're an athlete. You've got the platform. People are going to see you. We might as well go all out. Express yourself.
0: I, hey, I 100% agree. Yeah. And, Azaria, it's been an absolute pleasure thank having you. Hey, yes. I'm glad you kicked it with me yes. right here. Um, let's kick it. F- football court, you did your thing. Yes, you, thank you. Hey. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to see Fusion Sports. I'm excited. I can't wait to listen to it. Yes. Y'all going to have to check it out, too. But hang around with me. We're going to wrap up everything right here on Ball Court. We're going to talk about a few things that's going on over in the NBL. We're going to drop the drill of the day. And then we're going to wrap it up. I'm glad Azaria Manning was here with us. I'm glad y'all are going to stick around. We'll be right back right here on Ball Court. Welcome back to Ball Court, the World of Basketball. And I am your host, Coach Drew. And with the World of Basketball, we must talk about what's going on down under. To me, in my eyes, I find that to be the second best basketball league in the world, the NBL. But right now with the NBL on hiatus, with just about every major team contributing their players to FIBA World Cup, we're going to discuss a little bit of the World Cup. Now, there's only one team that not, have not contributed any players to the World Cup. The Illawarra Hawks. They're getting everybody ready. Melo and them, they're getting ready. They're coming at you this year. This year. NBL. Watch out. Anyway, nonetheless, we're going to go ahead and talk about that World Cup and how they've been doing. Yes, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is if you're in Australia, this news is going to be awesome. The bad news is if you're in the U.S., this is going to be awful. Yes, Patty Mills has once again impressed Greg Popovich. Unfortunately, Greg Popovich is going to be coached, has coached the U.S. They lost to Australia, 98-94. to 94. I find it to be rather embarrassing for them to take this loss, being for the fact that the scout team, yes, the select team for the United States, had beat the team that we chose, the senior team, in a scrimmage weeks only two weeks before this so with this coming up it kind of makes me feel a little bit queasy about how the u.s is gonna stand to really go against in that world cup and how they're gonna hold up you heard serbia is also also already talking they're calling them out they're talking garbage they're talking smack and then we go over to sydney and have australia beat them 98 to 94 now Taking nothing away from Australia They do have Matthew Deladova You know how he is He's going to go out there He's going to play hard But Patty Mills absolutely went off In a great performance He actually scored 13 of his 30 points Directly in the fourth quarter To propel them just past the U.S. Now the U.S. did not play soft It's just that The Boomers just played stronger They played better Australia went out there and they did what they had to do to ensure that they got that victory. Now, I know it hurt. It was an exhibition game. We was able to lick our wounds. And good news is, or great news is, they were able to bounce back the following night, going 84-68 over Canada. Now, of course, Canada is not as athletic as the U.S. right now. You do have Corey Josephs over there who is doing some big things as a guard, you know, moving the ball, attacking the ball very well. But it's no match for what we have in the U.S. We're a bigger team, stronger team. They were able to dominate in the paint, scoring 60 points in the paint with the U.S. They did what they had to do. So even though a scrappy team like Canada could force 19 turnovers against the U.S., they still weren't able to complete that victory because it's just not athletically big enough strong enough or fast enough to compete against the United States. Well, what's going to happen when we deal with a team that is, such as Greece, such as Montenegro, such as Australia? How are we going to handle it? The first showing that we had in that exhibition showed that we may not handle it as well as we hoped. But that's just from my opinion. We have a whole World Cup to take a look at, and as they, two. Came along, we actually won that game. So we got one and zero. We started off well. Let's see if that keeps on going. That's how I feel about the NBL right now. They're doing some big things. That is big things. Now I want to finish it off on the drill of the day. Yes, the drill of the day. I find this drill to be very important because this is going to teach ball handling in your young players as well as your older novice players. One of the key things to ball handling is being able to move with the ball, not just being able to move back and forth, but side to side and being able to change direction with this with this drill that we have right now, it's gonna go three, three, three. that is the drill the three 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 dribbling drill. It starts off with three in the right hand, as we see here, three in the three on the crossover. Then three to the left hand. We want, to start this, we want to start this right here. As we take a look, we want to start this drill from the triple threat position. All right? We keep that shoulder low, that bo- the ball in your pocket, and then we start the drill on the hop. We hop into triple threat. The reason being is from this position, you are now able to pivot on either foot. Want you to hop into the triple threat. Okay, we start it off. We hop into the crossover, then hop to the next step. We should repeat this drill at least, at least four times for your session. I say go 30 seconds each time. This way, you can improve ball handling, as well as improve in hopping and moving with the ball. That was the drill of the day. I want to thank each and every person for listening to Ball Court and taking out the time of hanging out with me today. I do want to thank Azaria Manning for coming out from Fusion Sports and, you know, hanging out on set, talking with us. I want to also thank CWN Sports. You could catch us on Instagram at BallCourtWorld. Also, you could check me at DrewCoach43. Check us out right here on BallCourt. We'll be back next week with some more topics, maybe another guest, and guarantee we will have more sneakers. We're going to kick it. You kick it with us. Hang around. This is the World of Basketball. I'm Coach Drew. Thank you for chilling with us.